Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, this is Ricky Wild on Unsung Heroes. Um, once again, you've joined us. Thank you very much for that. This week, we have part two of two parts of our chat that we had with Nick Kershaw and Lavenue. Um, yeah, so I'll just put you right back in the scene again. There is me, Lee Bennett, Nick Kershaw, and Jess from Lavenue. Yeah, beautiful chat. We were just having such a lovely time. So let's just get straight into it. Ladies and gentlemen, part two of Unsung Heroes with Nick Kershaw and Jesse from Lavenue. The theme of our podcast is about unsung heroes, and there are lots of songs that you've written with and for other people that people wouldn't necessarily know. That about lots. Are you? A few. <laughs> a few. <laughs> a few. Um, yeah. and enough to be so on unsung is, heroes. Is your, is your process, or was your process, different when you wrote for other people to when you wrote for yourself? Um, the successful ones, no, not really. But but I, I didn't learn that. I, I kind of because the first pretty much when I when I made a decision to stop making records. Uh, Can in, we go back to that mm, as well in a minute? I yeah, want to know why right, you did very that. Interesting. Sorry, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I just thought, well, I'll just I'll just write. I'll just do this. I'll just carry on regardless. I'll just write. And then I wrote. And the first one, for, literally the first song that I wrote was the one and only. For Chesney, uh, for, for Chesney, and it, well, it wasn't for him. It just got stuck on a on the shelf for for a couple of years or whatever. But after that, and I also uh, my, my my publishing deal was up, so I went. I was going around different publishing companies looking for uh, another deal somewhere, and um, and I went to Warner Chapel, and I started branching, writing a bunch of songs for Warner Chapel, and I I, I sent them in, and the, the the first comment was. They're great, but they just sound a bit too much like Nick Kershaw. Mm. So, um, and I, at that point, I, I didn't really realise there was something that I did that was particularly, you know, made it you, made it sound like you. <laughs> 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 no, but maybe made it sound like me. <laughs> um, so I, st- I at that point, I started. Yeah, I started changing the way I wrote, and 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 also especially lyrically, because you kind of. And that's to what, make them less personal. Well, exactly, and that's that. Ultimately, is what became increasingly frustrating was was the fact you can't really say anything. Or you mm. can't have an opinion. 
because it's you're not going to be singing it. Someone, it's someone, you can't put words in other people's mouth unless it's about I love you, you love me, I you know you you left me for that other woman and whatever. It's it's it, unless it's about those mm. those things. You, it's really difficult to write those songs. So kind of, and it was at the end of the nineties when I started when I had those lyrics in my head and I was going up. You know, well, I'll just write them down. I'll just and I'll just record them just to get them out of my head. But I realised I was going to have to just make my own records again. Otherwise, I go mad. Yeah. <laughs> one of one of your projects that um, I totally had forgotten but loved, and we were listening to in the kitchen, was the stuff you did with Stuart Price. Yeah, as that was, Les Rhythm Les Rhythm Digital. Coming up and listening to it and think that's so. It's such a nice tune, and I didn't even didn't know it was you right what was that like working with Stuart? that was that was a weird thing that was to- totally because i'd been out of it for a while i hadn't really done anything as far as recording went and i got i just got a call i don't know how he got my number and he just called me up and i said and, uh, hello my, my name's Stuart. um <coughs> i'm jacques lucon yeah <laughs> <laughs> excuse me <laughs> um and, and i've got this so would you do you want to i've got i, I love and, and he just went on about how he loved the 80s and loved my voice and, and uh, there was a point at which i thought he's taking the piss <laughs> i was pretty sure he was taking the piss <laughs> <laughs> but i said okay we'll come over and he came over and he and he and he and i, I looked i've read up on him i thought this guy's nuts he just because at the time he was he was Jacques Lucan. He used to pretend he was French in interviews. Right? Yeah, right? yeah, he used to, yeah. He used to have an interpreter. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. He, was, he signed to yeah. Wall of Sound. Um, yeah. And the, the guy that owned Wall of Sound was a guy called Mark Jones. Mark Jones was in a band that I produced back in the early eighties, and so he was telling me all the inside story of Stuart oh, Price, wow. and then how he went on to do all the Madonna stuff. And yeah, um, yeah so, that, so yeah, the boy that. done well. The boy, the boy done wow. good. But he sat, he sat there and he put. He, he said, "Well, I just, I'm gonna, just, I've just got these chords that I really like." And he played me his chords, and I thought, "Oh, there, that's quite difficult. <laughs> they're not, they're not really easy chords <laughs> yeah. to actually just sing a tune over." So wow. we'll leave it with me, and 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 I'll, I'll try and get something going. So I just, I just put a top line on it and uh, and sent it off, and he said, "Yeah, brilliant." Sometimes still sounds just. Stick- and so then cool. the video yeah, came out, out, and I'm like, "I know, Whoa. yeah, it's, I know. <laughs> scary teddy bears." Yeah, it is <laughs> freaky teddy bears. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the oh, things that, cool. one of the things you have in common is that you've both <clears throat> produced boy bands, written for boy bands, Let Loose, Worlds Apart. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple of top tens with Worlds Apart. Yeah. And then they ditched me for some reason. Don't Did they? Ungrateful. Yeah, yeah, like number, <laughs> no, no number three and then number ten, I think we got, and then that was it. Fuck off. Yeah, I didn't get out of those dizzy heights with with this. I got number eleven. I think we got. Yeah, you did all right with them. There were some good tunes. Yeah. So who was your A and R for that? Let loose. At one point, at, at the beginning, it was Nick Bakes. No, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he, he was A and R. Mercury or Polygram? Yeah. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, Polygram, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. And he, so he was he he was doing that because I was asked before, and I was bit by someone else, and I, I I was busy and I couldn't do it. And then Nick phoned me up and said, "I've not spoken to him for ages, for years." Yeah, you know. He said, "What are you up to?" So I'm an A and R man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's like poacher turned game. Well, Simon Cowell was was my A and R guy for. All right. Part. Yeah, I, I, I had a little a little brush with Simon. <laughs> Did you? Do <laughs> <laughs> we all do? <laughs> yeah, like with a with a sort of country a country singer from Hereford called uh, called Bo Walton. It was really he was really good, and I wrote a bunch of songs with him. And he just 
we could, he couldn't get that off the ground. That was in his Robson and Jerome days. Yeah, Let Loose um, was quite. A, it was like sorry, a classy boy band, weren't they? They were. They had quite a. They were. They were marketed as a boy band because of how they looked, but they sounded yeah. and played a bit. Didn't yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The, there was a guitarist, a, a drummer, Richie. And, and Richie played a bit of keyboards and stuff. Yeah. Can I just go back to what you said? Uh, mm. Touched upon what you said earlier on when right. you stopped. Being an artist, why did you do that? You were you were smashing it. Well, I wasn't smashing it when I stopped. Uh, I was I was half pushed and, and I half jumped really because I was um, I, I recorded the fourth album in in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, um, and come back and wasn't totally happy with it, and I I kind of redid a lot of it. Can I ask here. you why that was? Because I'd read about that and I was really curious. What sort you know what what is on the album that kind of survived from the LA, LA gate it was I, I guess um no a lot of it survived I just I yeah. just kind of didn't see eye to eye with because I've always been a bit of a control freak and the previous album I produced myself yeah and took spent far too much money and spent far too much time doing it um which is why the record company went so they, they wanted you to they have wanted a producer, me to have a producer right. and, and 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 Peter had just done Wang Chung and had a big hit with them and and so after, you, afterwards, they had a massive fit with with um, King Wishful Thinking with with right. Go West and stuff. Um, How did that phone call go down? Were you happy about? Well, that? it wasn't. Fun, <laughs> fun, you know, because I, I, I was I was in LA for about three months recording it, and he knew when I left that I was going to take it home and tweak right. it and mess with it. And he right. you no, know, he wasn't very happy. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he it was two. It was basically two control yeah. freaks in the same studio, which doesn't really work. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I didn't do. I didn't do. My, I replaced a lot of. I replaced replaced a lot of Jeff Bacara. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. I know. Good uh, grief! Because he was obviously a fabulous player, and he, yeah. there was some fabulous playing on it. But he just wouldn't fix anything. Ah. Oh. Uh, you know, and and there was there were some some you know, you know a couple of fills that oh can you do that fill again? Nope. Wow. So we got we initially we, we got Jeff we got um, Vinnie Colliuta yeah instead yeah he's pretty bloody good he's <laughs> oh, pretty amazing dear, yeah. uh, as that you do out terribly yeah, that for worked you. out terribly <laughs> so he replaced a lot of Vinnie's um, uh, tracks uh, and then there was another couple when I came out I, I, I just sequenced and I put I, yeah a sequencer instead so there was there was a lot of that and they were all remixed uh, as well because there were there were mixes that were done in LA and I just didn't yeah. like them but most of it kind of survived yeah and there were and another couple of tracks that we recorded over here that were, didn't exist at all and you did an, a Japanese version or was it US Japanese version of One World there is a version that's not on the album yeah I just wondered how that came about did the did A&R come to you and say, look, this is a great track, we think, for the Japanese market, we should do another version? And what your response to that was, like... No, no I'm sticking I, with this one, thank you. <laughs> no, I don't think... Um, to, I didn't, Japan wasn't mentioned at all. Oh, I, I, wow. I, I, I recall remixing, redoing it, right. but only because... Um, I think we'd... Uh, We'd had two singles off, and I was looking for, for a third single. And I, I even ah. I admitted, you know, it was the way it sounded at the time. It wasn't a single, so right. it, was, it was yeah, it was recorded to, uh, in order to release as a single. But it, I, I, to my knowledge, it was never 
released in yeah. any shape or form. Yeah, but obviously I was wrong. So you're <laughs> saying that 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 um, that last album? Oh right, sorry, I haven't answered the question. <laughs> I haven't answered the question. <laughs> you have digressed somewhat. But... I have digressed. So I d- uh, yeah, recorded that album. I came back uh, to the UK, and the, the MCA Records wasn't the same record company anymore I and mean, the, the, the new management new A&R new, completely new they didn't know who I was and they, they hadn't signed me and they weren't that interested to be honest um, I toured with with Elton um, f- uh, in his European tour I was support for that um, and I was just tired and we just had Rudy my oldest w- was was um, coming up for two years old and, and I just wanted to be around for him and I just mm. fed up with it was just felt at that point it became you know there was a, a time in the uh, mi- early mid 80s it was just easy everything was easy mm. you know I'm not saying I, it wasn't hard work it was hard work mm. but there was you got results and you got the, yeah. you guaranteed know, results you got yeah. guaranteed and you got, there was a, there was fruits to your labours yeah. and, and, and yeah. you could appreciate that and, and it was, <laughs> I was just going through a period when you were still working just as hard and it just felt like you were banging it you are heading against right. the yeah. and I just thought well you know what um, and I was never ever really that comfortable with the whole celebrity thing and right. being kind of public property. Mm. Um, and I was just, I thought, it, how easy would it be just to take a step back and write and produce for other people? How, well, you kind how, of, how easy was that? Not very easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apart from getting incredibly lucky very early, you know, with, with the Chesney thing. But Did um, you miss it at all? No. no. Yeah, that's what no, I was all. wondering whether, you know, at that point where you decided, okay, I'm going to bow out of this, was it a temporary kind of decision? Did you think, I'll come back in five years with something different or? No, I didn't think that at all. I wow. don't, I never, I never really planned that. I've never made that plan to that far ahead anyway. Wow. I thought, wow. I, I, it's literally, I, I'm not enjoying this anymore. I'm going to stop. Right. I, I didn't think, oh, I'll come back later. I just wow. thought, well, that's, you know. Let's, let's try something else. And what what was what made you want to come back into it as a, as a performer? It was it was it was basically I wanted to be centre of attention again. <laughs> 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 no, it, it was it was just increasingly frustrating to working f- for other people and and trying to you know you've got a vision for for, mm, for something that you're conceiving yeah, yeah. and it just everybody's got completely different ideas and it's going off over there and you don't like that or it's going off over there and you don't like that so you never get to see something through to its conclusion you know and as i said i was having ideas that were obviously mine you know mm. and so i i I literally just started recording them just to get them out of my head because they're just mm-hmm. otherwise you're waking up at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> You can't get back to sleep, so they literally just exorcise these these demons and get get it recorded. And then I just sort of, sort of hooked up. And my, my old man, my, I told my old manager, he said, "Well, send them to me." And he said, well, okay. so "They're great. What are we going to do with them?" So we, we just kind of had another bite of the cherry. Mm. Yeah. Are you enjoying it more now, Nick, than you did before? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think we are as well. I think Kim is absolutely. Yeah, it's so. I mean, it's like hmm. a, I know how lucky I am. Uh, and B, there's there's just so much less. There's there's not the pressure. I, I don't put the pressure on myself. Um, and there's there's not the pressure. We, and none of us have got anything to prove. We just kind of we've been there. We've done that. Mm. And we um, we just enjoying the process. I enjoy the process. I'm not expect. I mean, the, the album I'm making. I'm not expecting to sell any. Mm. 
or make any money out of that's, that's, that's not just as well that's not <laughs> I know that's, that's not I have that's not what the that's not what I, you know the music business has moved on from, from anybody making any money so uh, so I'm not doing it for that I'm doing it because I, 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 I love the process the, yeah. crea- the creating the songs making the music being in the studio working musicians I just love that yeah. you know yeah. so as far as I'm concerned once it's mixed job done I don't care mm. I don't care about that after that um, but also but the gigs yeah. You know the gigs. I used to be. I used to be terrified of the gigs. I hate of 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 messing up or making a twat of myself. It didn't stop me making a twat of myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now I don't. I don't. I just. You just don't care. I mean, it's part of getting older as well. Apart yeah, from anything else, isn't it? Definitely. It's just, it's just kind of. Well, you know. Well, you know what? So what? I, yeah. You know, it, what's the worst that can happen? It's it's only it's it's, it's pop music. It's you get on stage. Um, people have come to see you, probably. You know, even if it's a festival, some people have come to see you. Yeah. Um, and just have a laugh, and yeah. just, 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 mm. you know, it don't. And you've probably gone through the period of, of like, resenting the old songs for for, for yeah. a little while, yeah. especially when you're bringing new well, stuff you resent out. His songs. No, <laughs> resent, resenting my old songs. Everybody resents my songs. <laughs> uh, and you go through that period, and you you think, well, I've got, I've made this new album, and it's brilliant. I'm really proud mm. of it. Listen to this, and I just want to know, how, you know, well, how did you get your hair so big? <laughs> and, and things like that. They Something just you'll never ask. <laughs> 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 so, so you resent them then, but then you move on from that, and you think well, how lucky you are to have those songs, you know, mm, just to go, yeah. to go on stage. And you know, we go we go on stage at a Let's Rock or festival or whatever, and you, you're walking in front of fifteen thousand people, and 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 you're playing it, and they're having it, and they're singing it back. That, at you you know that you know the reaction as well. You know the yeah, moment that and it's song almost starts, it's, gar- it's almost guaranteed. Yeah, you know? yeah. not that you want to pressure kind of, off. It's yeah. totally pressure yeah. off, and it's, wow. it's 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 just fun now. What, in your view, is your greatest achievement? Oh. Mm. Well, apart from my five children. <laughs> and, and, and granddaughter. Um, oh, God, I don't know. There's a part of me, I don't know about you, Rick, there's a part of me that thinks, oh, I haven't done it yet. I've still yet to do it. Yeah, I'm still yeah. get, what else, what, why else do you get up in the morning? To think, I, I, I want to... Do something. I just you just want to do something amazing every day. Yeah, yeah. you know I, I can't think of. I, mean, I can look back of all my my stuff, and although I'm, I'm proud of it, there's all, always things I would have done different. Yeah, you know. So Lee asked me that. And mm, we asked Shelley that as well. Shelley and both Shelley and my answers were the same. Um, I think my greatest achievement is we're still here doing it. Yeah, wow. we're still, we're still we're out still there, there yeah. doing, doing yeah. the gigs, and we're yeah. still out Good there. Good answer. It. Yeah, can, I, can you answer it again? Yours is better than mine. I like that. What's it like? We're still here. What's yeah, it like with, with people though. covering your songs? If you hear, you know, obviously lots of your songs have been covered by lots of people. Yeah. How how do you feel about that now, looking back? And and if they get covered now, are there ones you really like? Are there ones where you like, what was that? Would yeah, you tell there, us? there's all of those. There's the but you kind of. So I've Tina Arena's been, version of wouldn't that was be that good was great that was lovely I love that yeah it. absolutely love that and it's it's a great and and you know placebo's version of wouldn't be good I love that that's that's just you know from one how from cool one, is that from one yeah, to another so yeah, it's yeah. very cool um, but I've never been precious about, about which is just well they're public domain anybody can record them you know mm. but sometimes <clears> if they change <throat> it but you 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 get you get sent remixes and stuff because they've messed with it quite a lot and you have to give your yeah. approval or otherwise I've never said no or rarely have I you know I, I can't think of occasions I've said no even if I hated it because you know what oh it's a compliment man it's a compliment it's a, wow, wow. compliment it's a compliment and it, it 
it might pay for some school fees. <laughs> 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 Tony said that he, he, he um, Tony Swain he's yeah. on the on the pod as well yeah. and and he wrote a track called Just an Illusion mm-hmm. and of course Mariah Carey mm-hmm. sampled that for for her album wow. which is like and that which finished up being her most successful album as well and um, yeah same thing he said he couldn't believe it yeah what, yeah. what a break wow but they're not yours anymore when you once they're released and they're out there it's like you know we'll let them go yeah they 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 have a life of their own absolutely mm. yeah. one of the songwriting questions I want to ask you which is a bit gossipy but um I read about and I didn't know is that you co-wrote forever love with Gary Barlow but weren't credited on it but I'd love to I'd love to think that was true is that not true no never never heard that one so that's all over the internet there's lots really? of stuff about that and that's the story proper, went proper that gossip. Gary didn't want to be didn't um, he wanted to be thought of as the sole songwriter on it, so that's why they didn't credit you on it. Wow! No, that's not that's, the <laughs> that's a false, false gossip. Unless it was, I did write with Gary, right? Unless he's stolen that song and called it something else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> but I've got to say, the song that we did write wasn't wasn't worth stealing. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be it'd, it'd be the first to admit that. And you did Live Aid? Were you part of I Live did, Aid? Yeah. What was that like? What do you remember it? Uh, I, I haven't been allowed to forget it, really. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, well, why wouldn't people know, want to know about it? Because it's it was a it was a big deal. Um, but yeah, I don't know how much of it I actually remember, or how much of it I've made up. Yeah. <laughs> over the years. <laughs> but I did go when I went to see um, uh, the Freddie Mercury movie. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Can. Yeah, can and, the, and that, mo- that moment God. when he walks out and they've recreated Amazing. Wembley Stadium with CGI and everything, I nearly shat myself again. <laughs> <laughs> I did, it was... In the IMAX, <laughs> yeah, it was too real. It was 3D. I, I had a real... <laughs> <laughs> I had a real moment. Yeah. Oh wow. And it was it was it was you know, it was incredible. It was it was, re- it was really scary. But I was on quite I was on quite early, I think, so I got I got it over with. So you realised at the time how big that was. Yeah, I think yeah. how could you not? You know, yeah. it was all it was like two billion audience mm, worldwide or something yeah. crazy. Um isn't the story right that you forgot the second verse lyrically? And and, and wouldn't it be good, yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I did, I've got this. I've got this guy on my shoulder. I've, I, 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 I wrote. A, I wrote an album. I dedicated an album to me. It's called "To Be Frank." Oh, is that Frank? That's Frank. Frank. He sits on my Hello, shoulder. Frank. He sits on my shoulder and 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 and, and, and fills me with self doubt. <laughs> <laughs> it's also there's another uh, there should be another one somewhere. Mine's called yeah. a lot worse names than Is Frank. He? Yeah, yeah, no, he's, I think we've all got we've all got a Frank. And but basically, he turns up in the really worst time <laughs> moments because I, th- I, I I can't remember. I think "Wouldn't It Be Good" was the last song, so I, I thought I was just starting to relax, and I thought. Oh, Brilliant! We've yeah. got away. We've done it. This is yeah. amazing. This is really good. And then we've—I finished the first chorus, and this, and Frank turns up. And goes, <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes, "You don't know the words to the end of this verse, do you?" <laughs> and then, and then, so I'm singing the words that I do know, desperately hoping that the the the, the word the words that I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't need yet. I don't know right, why. Right, yeah, I'm yeah, not going to yeah, need him for another 30 concert, seconds. Yeah. So why he bothers with it, me with it now? I've no <laughs> idea. He's really trying to mess with you. Yeah. And I think it's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come. It's, gonna, it's not going to come. <laughs> um, so I sing. I sing. Uh, yeah, I sing the, a line from the previous verse wow, instead. Wow. And to, in order to disguise it, I change the tune in the band again. And I only Amazing. plucked up the courage to see it yeah. when, when, when the DVD came out. Ah, oh, wow. And I thought, oh, they had to put that one on. <laughs> I thought it was awful. And I, and I watched it, and I, I was with my, sort of looked through my fingers and just to, just to watch that moment, <laughs> to see if I'd, I could actually see the fear in my eyes <laughs> when it was going on. And I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I, couldn't. Wow. I, got, I, I actually kind of got away with it. <laughs> yeah. And you've recorded a bit with Kim over the years. Yeah, you've done little bits of her back doing "Let It Be" for Ferry A. Yes, you indeed. Sing with with Kim. Yeah, little little little, little bit together yeah, there was the MCA kids on that obviously yeah. at the time. Yeah, and then on "Come Out and Play," there's a nice yeah. little duet there as well. Absolutely, and of, and of course, who can forget the the train video, the the That's, rocking around the Christmas tree part. Yeah, forty seven. Yeah, yeah. And we've had some lovely tours. The Australian we've tour, had, we've had that some just springs to mind. Tours, yeah, so the, t- the, t- the story you've told me about that tour, I think, was your fear of going up on stage with Nick when you played guitar for him and you found some of his stuff really <laughs> terrifying. terrifying to play. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. I mean, I, you I'm, did it, though, man. Well, just I think I just about got away with it. But I, I don't know if you remember. What, what funny story on that one was when we were rehearsing and yeah. I had my my guitar board and I spent like two weeks bloody rehearsing, getting all the sounds on there. Halfway over to Australia. Realised I hadn't packed the fucking thing. Oh my god! <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> I'd forgotten that. Oh, so I had to reprogram the whole oh, thing. Oh lord! Yeah. At the same, same time, realising uh, the keyboard. But with your there. stuff, Nick, there's there's so many different guitar sounds. I mean, like for, for Kim's gig, right. there's another guitarist, there, Neil. Yeah. And, and he's got a massive pedal board, and he's he's just got loads and loads of different sounds, and he does most of the lead stuff. Literally, mine is just clean. And crunch. Right. That's it. Right. And so it's fairly straightforward for yeah. my gig. Yeah. Nick's gig is a totally right. different vibe. Yeah. So my learning curve was like shot through the roof on that. And not only that, so I, I had to learn Kim's stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> you come <laughs> that, wasn't a, that was no walk in the yeah, park either. Thing. Yeah, Especially yeah. Neil's parts. Yeah, yeah. 
and the parts as well uh, yeah. were really interesting. God, I don't, and, and don't envy you on about. that. God, Lord. But no. um, I have yeah. to say that it's one of the most memorable tours. I loved every second of yeah, it. Yeah, me had, too. It uh, a... So 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 much fun we had on that, and I really hope we we do it again. In fact, we were hoping for 2020 um, to do our Christmas acoustic. Christmas acoustic. Wow. Oh, Maybe. Wow. Watch Maybe. this space. You never wow. know. Oh, yeah, we were sitting on our private jet talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> we were. <laughs> <laughs> we were on our private yeah. jet. <laughs> yeah, the private jet. But that's a nice <laughs> story. Yeah. That yeah. isn't parked out next to yeah. No, 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 no. Has that got no. a roof for two? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so just coming back to La Avenue and your project we love the EP the Cherry yeah. Crush EP yeah. and yeah. there's a full length coming next year there is well the the interesting thing about this was that um, you know this was one project similarly to you done a lot of record labels etc etc and there's always somewhat limitations A&R wise and what have you and that's what's great in today's age is you know, it's all there for you to put out yourself. You can yeah. get it mastered, you can do everything else. And so uh, I really felt like this this one is just totally my baby. It's just, I just want, f- this is mine. This is mine. And so um, I'd written a lot of material, but it was like, well, no one knows me. How am I going to come out? You know, if I'm going to come out with a full album, I could, you know, sell five copies. And that's a lot. it's a fair amount of hard work, you know. So I kind of, it's all about you know that horrible word brand these days mm-hmm. and because i think we live in a time which is fantastic for new kids and everything because the technology is there they can put something together and it can it can sound half decent they can put it up on soundcloud they can yeah. upload it on itunes they can do everything they can even hire a pr person and everything do it all themselves mm-hmm. and um uh, <laughs> but there is so, there are so many people doing it yeah. Aren't they? I mean, th- th- that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, saturated. Yeah, it's yeah, saturated. And I think people's attention spans are kind of like, like I was saying before, you bought an album back in the day, it's kind of like that was your thing for a good few months. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, listen to that. It's throw away, very yeah, throw away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think uh, the people that I really admired had very strong brands, The Midnight, which we discussed. There's another friend of mine, he's called Duet. I put you onto him, oh, didn't yeah. I? Mm-hmm. And he he he's guy also you know he's just Lin drum all slowed down yeah you know few and it's just brilliant what he does very very mm. simplistic but just totally that eighties vibe mm. and it's like oh wow haven't heard that for ages mm. and so I I noticed it was brand 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 so I actually spent quite a lot of time name logo da 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 you know if you're gonna it's it's about longevity some persistence and so uh, I thought well. I'm not going to come out with a full album. I don't want to come out with just one track or even four tracks. I want to sort of come out with something you can get your teeth into mm. that's going to sort of, you know, have a um, uh, a nice taste of what could be there in future. Mm. So some slower tracks, Lipstick mm-hmm. and Sushi, some bigger yeah, things, beautiful. Business Talk, blah, blah, blah. Beautiful. And um, so, the yeah. How many more tracks will be on there? Oh, God, I'll probably, you know... Well, it's not a Prince archive, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, it, uh, I, funny enough, I've written a whole album, and then, you know, you get to a point where you listen to it so much, you're like, I'm not interested in that anymore. Tell me I want to do it. some new ones. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, no. So I've actually... There's probably two albums, uh, three albums worth now. But uh, it, it's good, because you sort of think, well, that could come out by yeah. itself. But th- there is going to be at least good 12 tracks with some little interludes some vocals, and stuff. maybe, on some of them? Vocals? Maybe. I'm getting your... What, no, my just, question uh, is not... Uh, no, 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 not it's just, just what I think, yeah. what, no, what, it's, what it's, I think yeah, about yeah. it. I mean, I mean yeah, 
going back to the vocal thing quickly, I wanted to do, just do some instrumental things. And it, what's interesting on this album, with Lipstick and Sushi, there's a lot of little vocal cuts. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And um, there was a, there's another artist, uh, a French guy called Croquet Club. He, sadly, he's not putting out much stuff, but he was putting some really interesting tracks and doing a lot of this vocal cutting. Mm. I thought, that's, that's really clever. You don't have to hire a vocalist. There's no lyrics to write. Right. <laughs> you know, you can just kind of chop it up and it's really interesting and detune yeah, bits yeah. and speak. And I thought, and I just kind of gave it a go and it came out really well. And mm. I thought, so I've done that on a few other tracks and it's actually come out quite interestingly by just choosing one word and then kind of cutting that up. Yeah. And there's, um, there's a new track I've got on the go called Closer. And I just happened to get this one line of this girl and she sings this lyric, blah, 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 something closer. I thought, I'll have that just on the end. And so then I've got all these l- other little vocal clips mm. of just that word and, and different places. So that's the only lyrical content. Okay. But mm. after that, um, yeah. Collaborations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the name of the game. Uh, yeah, a few names have been floated around, yeah. you know. You and Nina, definitely, man. Oh, that would be great. I think yeah, you, you that guys would be great. Smash Her it. Yeah. Be really good. Yeah. I don't know if my wife's going to approve of working with Nina, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, Grace Lightman, even. Grace is, uh, she said she's up for collaborations she's as well, been, bless yeah. her. And she's yeah, wow. Incredible she, she's talent. got a really interesting voice, actually. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. And her lyrics are, are so out there. Love it. And we know I the stopped process. your question, Nick. Sorry. Sorry. No, yeah, Nick. I don't know if the moment's gone. Yeah. No, it's just you were talking about getting fed up with. Um, oh yeah. With yeah. stuff because I've you know I've, I've been making this sound for twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> so, so ninety percent of it has ended up in the bin because you, yeah. you just get bored, right? Yeah. But yeah. But is but I guess the good thing about the, the internet and and the way things are now is that you you actually you can. You can just do one thing and then put it out there, and then it's done, and then you don't have to get fed up with it. It's, That's it, true. You That's think, true. Oh, I love this. Yeah, bang! Yeah, I've done yeah, it. Yeah. Bang! Out yeah, it goes. Yeah, so do you yeah. ever do that? Do you ever release oh, you know, single things? I, sh- I sh- actually should, and I kind of and think then put about them that. together as a collection afterwards. Yeah, the problem I have is is the quality. You go. The newer stuff is always just a bit better than that. Yeah, and even it is stupid. But this you'd is, never release an album, would you? No, I know. If this you go, is, it's always because it can always be better. And there's always absolutely. new technology. All the new stuff there's is always, always new the best ideas. thing you've done. Exactly. I think yeah. this is probably the pit where all those other people involved in the process can be of benefit. Yeah. Because if there was an A and R guy and said, "That's great." We're putting that out, yeah. and it wasn't up to me, yeah. which sometimes it's not, is it? Right. You know, they're just like, we're putting that out. I'll be like, oh, good, that would be much better. So it's probably, that's the thing, I, you know, you can do everything, but you're multi-hatted. You know, you're, you're being A&R, you're being marketing, you're being finance, you know, no, it's not enough money for that plug-in, mate, you yeah. know, and yeah. all of that. Yeah. And it's, yeah. um, I think, yeah, I probably need to be a bit more disciplined. And that's the other yeah. thing is the income stream. How do you get that happening? Yeah. And you do it income yourself. Income stream? <laughs> 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 Sorry, can we back that up? What did you say? As if. In yeah, this day and age. I mean, this is, I mean, especially this project, this is like done, done for the love, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, funnily enough, looking at the way, I mean, the midnight and, um, you know, what's interesting about Bandcamp is you can see how many people have bought their album. Mm. And just out of, you know, you have to click this more button to see all the the people but for fun i did that on one of the midnight's albums just to see how many people have bought it and it was an awfully large chunk of people yeah. just for that one web portal let alone itunes yeah, let alone yeah, spotify yeah. let alone all the other downloads and physical 
Um, and I thought, oh, bizarrely enough, in this weird if you're little box clever, 80s you can niche, make it, you can make it work. That's it. Well, with that's the vinyl it. thing as well, you know, at the end of the day, the artwork is selling a lot of, of these records. Yeah. So people yeah, will yeah, be, yeah. Um, you know, do I buy it? And then they see, oh, this artwork's beautiful. I need it this size. Yes. Actually, I will buy it. Yeah. And the Midnight, yeah. definitely. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. the coloured vinyl, the marbled <laughs> vinyl, all of that stuff. And then you've your, got the merch, of course, for T-shirts yeah. and stuff. Your stuff's going to look their, awesome. I bought their... Um, which album was it? Nocturnal on blue vinyl, yeah, heavyweight blue vinyl. It's really I, didn't, I didn't even have a player yeah. at that time. You don't need. You, I even yeah, buy it's stuff you don't need, yeah. and you really have to yeah. justify oh, I had to, have to have it. it. Yeah. But you do because it looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I know. yeah. And you think I've got, I've got to have this. I bought. I was in um, Tankerton. Uh, sorry, Whitstable, where I was born. And there's a record shop there called Gatefield Sounds. And uh, I used to go in there when I was God knows what age. It's still there today. They have not changed the carpet. Wow. Bit manky. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wooden sideboards, it still has the same aroma yeah, that it did yeah. when I went in there as a teenager. Wow. And I went in there and there was this um, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, what, what was it? A Halloween special vinyl. Have you seen Stranger Things? I've, um, I haven't actually seen it. I mean, I, I'm aware that it's a big it, thing. It exists. It's it well, it's fa- I mean, it's, it's set in the 80s. It's quite fascinating. You know, music some, is, some, it's the music incredible. is outrageous. It is outrageous. And it's too... I can't remember their names. Kyle Dixon. Kyle Dixon, yeah. yeah. No, I could rely on you, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, their music is it, it's so emotive and spooky and dark. It's kind of like Japan ghosts right, but okay. on steroids. All right, you know? yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And, uh, Very Giorgio Moroder, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 And they, but in that shop, they had uh, this yeah Halloween special edition on pumpkin orange vinyl, oh, no. twenty five quid. Yeah. I didn't have a player then, but I was like, I've got to have it you know yeah. in the bag quick plug for the very beautiful red vinyl of here come the aliens live kim oh, and ricky wild it's oh, yes. a beautiful yeah. item it yeah. has to be said sounds great and lovely red vinyl oh, well, thank you had Lee, to have that, that. that i will pay you later yeah. thank you so much <laughs> yeah, your commission i was yeah, yeah, just yeah. Your PayPal account. just before we uh, just before we wrap up i was just thinking when you were talking about artists in terms of working you were talking about working on stuff for 12 years on one record the artist that i always think of like that is kate bush who mm. seems the ultimate perfectionist yeah. in terms of who just goes away for, for for years is left to her own devices and i wonder if it's the same i wonder what her what goes through her mind in terms of why it takes so long to create i, don't know. I mean i think a big, if it's anything like me a big part of it is doing fuck all <laughs> <laughs> for, for all for a while and just not having the energy or just I went through like a good sort of nine month periods when I was just nothing was happening I wasn't getting any ideas I wasn't and every now and again I had to to go in a studio and just kind of force something or just kind of sit down with an acoustic and just right I'm going to write a song a day for the next two weeks and you just write a song it doesn't matter if it's any good you just write a Mm. song and just get that Mm. writing muscle working again yeah um and then it, you, you end it, and then you leave it for a couple of weeks, and you come back to it, and then you go, well, "Actually, there's that's a good song, that, yeah. that one song, mm, yeah. or whatever." So you can, you can. I mean, and I, that that was the process, really. And, and then, and then, like we were discussing earlier, you go through a process of spending far too much time <laughs> recording it, and you're fed up to the back teeth of it. But the, and you think, "Why did I like this in the first place?" Why did I think yeah, this is a good idea? Yeah, yeah. Then you have to leave it alone again for another few months and then come back to it and think, oh, yeah, it is all right, it is good. Or it's actually, this really is shit. Um, have you both had people in your life through your artistry where 
that's the person you would go to to really give you the honest opinion in terms of if you just get really confused. So, you so I like to. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have that? Do you have I'm someone? terrible. I, I don't. Do you not I, share? I, I don't even want to play it to okay. anybody. In fact, it's as much as anybody could do when, when it's finished. Get, to get me to play it to anybody. It's really? I, I, yeah. I've always had that the, the fear of, of being judged. Which wow. is, you know, not a good thing to have when you you're, tell when you're Fra- doing what we do. Tell Frank to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so, and you're going to get yeah. judged, and you're going to get people that don't like it. And, yeah. I, and I still hate that. Yeah, I still yeah. hate being judged like that. But you know, you have to do it. Mm. Wow. Um, Nick, just finally, do do you have any advice for any songwriters? I, I, any budding songwriters? Anyone who wants to be a songwriter? Anyone who wants to? I, I just think I'm, I, I think the. the, the Initially, I think the first thing you've got to do is listen and, and just drink up and just th- just listen to things that you love and just, you know, and, and try and take them to pieces and just saying, well, Analyze why? Them. Yeah, mm. just go, well, why? What, what's going on there? Mm. And, and Or just learn the songs and just sing the songs mm-hmm. that you love. Mm-hmm. And then it all goes in. It's like, it's mm. like a, it, you need fuel mm. for, for mm. anything and you, you source material mm-hmm. and it all goes in and eventually that stuff will start coming out if you've got your own creative mm. energy. Mm. I, I totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, it'll, it'll start because yeah. none of us are, are empty vessels. You can't you can't work in a vacuum. We're mm, all working yeah. with stuff that we've been influenced by, and and and, and also try try and keep it as fresh as possible. Uh, listening to the same music all the time, yeah, I, I don't think is a good thing for uh, for no. a writer. I think it's really important to be listening to to new acts like 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 well, yourself, what, Jess. Well, so. this is what really impresses me about you, Ricky, is that you know you're just you know. You're constantly soaking up everything, you know, and this and that, and so it's excited a passion about though, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a, it's, I live and breathe music, and yeah, it's always have done. Yeah. And it, for me, it's I, inspiring. I, I'm fascinated yeah. by it. But also being around people like Nick and and Lee and and yourself, like, and Nina, and, and yeah. all these amazing energies that come into your life, and you and you start working with them. It's a wonderful experience. Yeah, and and, um, and you feed off that, you right? Know, when it's in you, it's in you. Yeah, yeah. I'd just like to wrap it up now, I think, because uh, I know you've been looking at your watch. No, I'm just, just, just not on board. I've got a school yeah, running. You've got a school <laughs> So rock and roll, Nick. Always. But, um, but um, yeah, no, I'd just like to say a massive thank you, Nick, for coming all the way up to see us. And um, and same with you, Jess. It's been oh, God, my, a, my a wonderful chat. For me, I think this is the best one yet, isn't it? You can't say that. <laughs> no, I know, but I keep so, saying that. It's, it's interesting because you asked earlier, you know, what are the highlights of your career? And I find this very interesting that I started this 80s, you know, sort of inspired project, which is not what I was doing before, you know. And at one point, I really was thinking, I'm starting this, another project at this age. And somehow, you know, it's pretty, you know, here I am with one of my musical heroes. So, two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah. Two musical heroes. Just uh, delete that, cut that. Yeah, I'll edit that. Don't worry, yeah. I'll be edited. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be edited out completely. I, I have to say, having heard some of them back, I have noticed Rick's editing is particularly yeah, right. favourited in a particular direction. I'm sitting here with uh, two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've, got, I've got a couple of fascinating photos, and you'll see why. Oh, Sorry, Nicky. Oh, which reminds me, we must have a photo taken this we time, because we always yeah. forget that. But, um, but yeah. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you both. Coming. Thank you. Thank it's been you. loads of fun. Thank you very much. 
Well, it's times like this I really do appreciate my job and the, the people that surround me. I'm just so lucky. I get to hang out with my heroes in my studio, talking music, my favourite subject, um, with all my favourite people. So thank you so much, Nick and Jess and Lee, for coming down. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you with us on Unsung Heroes. Jess, I really look forward to some collaborations with you one day. Uh, I do know that there's talk of Nina doing some work with us, and I think that would be amazing. I'm hoping that Nina will be on one of the future episodes of Unsung Heroes too, And um, I really look forward to that. Uh, watch this space on that one. Okay, look, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to catching up with you next week where we will be speaking to some more legends. Have a great week. You have been listening to Unsung Heroes with me, Ricky Wilde, Jake Wood and Lee Bennett. Produced and created by myself and Jake Wood for Wildwood Productions. With music and editing, again by myself, Ricky Wilde. Artwork by Scarlet Wild and hosted by Acast. Just to remind you that there is a link in the notes directing you to a Spotify playlist featuring all the songs we have discussed in this episode. Many thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.